the Cars of Carlisle podcast, episode 32, The Boys Trip to Ireland. Cars of Carlisle is your favorite internationally downloaded podcast about all things automotive. Each week, Darren and Holly bring you topics from car shows to racing to personal stories about local car nuts. Today, Darren and Scott take you along as they relive their tour of the Emerald Isle. Hear about their driving on the opposite side of the road and all the wonderful people they've met. There's tons of great stories, so let's get revved up. Here with me in Studio A tonight is Scott. Cheers, everyone. <laughs> we are just back. It was just a few days ago. We came back from Ireland where we spent seven days. It was incredible. Holly is actually traveling for Thanksgiving, so uh, she will be back in the studio with us. But I uh, figured we'd do a little shout-out to all of our new friends on the Emerald Isle. What an incredible place. And uh, to all of our new friends there, ranging from... Daniel to Bob to Isaac to Elaine, uh, we we had Emily. There's so many people that we met and had a chance. And, and Scott, I know we had. Uh, we're going to get into some of the stories and things behind those. But wouldn't you agree? The people completely made it. They were so welcoming, so heartwarming. It 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 just felt like home. They were wonderful. Yeah, and we were actually because this is a automotive podcast. We'll get right into the fact that we landed in Shannon Airport. Uh, which is considerably smaller than the Dublin airport. And we had a, an all-white, six-speed, diesel, Nissan Qashqai. And that's spelled, if I'm not mistaken, Q-A-S-H-Q-U-Q-A-I. Correct. And uh, for those that aren't familiar with that, it's uh, imagine a somewhat hatchbacked Nissan Rogue. But uh, to, it was a bit daunting that Sunday morning. <laughs> to get into the what would be the passenger side for us in the dark yeah in the dark in the rain (laughs) sit in the right side of the car in a foreign country (laughs) (laughs) with the six-speed manual with your left hand how many times scott having been up 20 hours (laughs) (laughs) we we were not safe it was not safe (laughs) but so many times we'd be driving down the road and we'd go to shift the right armrest because you're so, <laughs> your muscle memory is to actually shift gears with your right hand and you hear this clunk and it's your, your hand smacking into the right door panel. That's why you only let me drive on the highway because any right turn I wanted to go into the right lane immediately. Oh my oh. gosh. So driving on the left side of the road on the right side of the car with your left hand on the, on the six-speed gear shift. Oh my gosh. Uh, it was a blast. <laughs> there was there was more than one time when Scott would be driving. He'd say, he'd be talking to me. I'd say, uh, head on. Someone's coming at us. Head on. <laughs> head on. Like what would you say? <laughs> Meanwhile, we're like at the swerve back over. Yeah, we laugh now. But and was... there were no curbs that were safe with me. <laughs> no. I treated that as the sideline of the road. I was gonna say the sidewalls on that poor Nissan rental are gone. They're shot. Always get the extra insurance. <laughs> it's a good peace of mind. That's right. Oh my gosh. So we have a lot to tell you about uh, about the trip, and and let's start off with just some interesting facts about uh, about Ireland. Scott, you were telling me, um, compared to Texas, it is about one ninth the size of Texas, and has twenty million fewer people than Texas. I believe that it's itty bitty. Well, didn't we also see too that there are more sheep than there are human beings? There are. Yeah, and that's one of the things I really enjoyed uh, about the country is the fact that it's so. Um, not as populated, not as, as dense. We were in Dublin. We were um, also in Belfast, of course, major cities. But even still, it didn't uh, it didn't feel quite as intense as some of our cities. 
I don't know. What are your thoughts? It was much slower paced with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, big and congested, but uh, it was all really. Everybody's just courteous. Everybody, you know, nobody's out for themselves and just. Right. Uh, love again. As with this podcast, it's about the community. It's about the people as much as the cars. And we have to say that uh, for me, Ireland is one of my very, very uh, favorite places to visit for that, that reason. But for our little white cash guy, um, we put uh, what was it, Scott? 2,600 kilometers. Yeah. So I did the math real, real quick as we were turning it in uh, to the, the rental place. I think it was something like 1,615 miles. So quite a bit of driving, if you will. We essentially drove the circumference of the island. We flew into Shannon. We drove in a clockwise way. Uh, Scott, why don't you go ahead and kind of check off a lot of the major places we saw. We started in Shannon, and uh, we hit in that area in the one day. We hit Adair and Cork, went down to, to Blarney Castle with the Blarney Stone, the Blarney House. So that was all great. Um, took a recommendation from someone about stopping back up in Adair, which is just a great little town. Uh, every little village that you go through is just a nice little tiny cluster of cool-looking houses, very welcoming, really heartwarming, and just everyone is just spectacular. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but then we started to go clockwise. We went up to Galway, Westport, through Sligo. We went uh, Northern Ireland, hit Giants, uh, Causeway the Giants, mm-hmm. and over to Belfast. And then headed back down south, hit Dublin for a day and a half. And then uh, we're in Kilcullen, Kildare uh, for a couple of days. And then shot back over towards Killarney uh, down at the southwestern portion and hit the Killarney Park and Kilorglin and the Dingle Peninsula. So we hey, hey, kind of did this. This, this is a family show. I mean, the uh, <laughs> the one peninsula named Don't be talking about your Dingle. Dingle. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. It but, was good. No, it was good summary of in fact we were looking at some some neat facts about ireland and to scott's point we you can hear we really covered so much of it um holly and i back in august as you heard we were did an rv trip out west and and hit idaho utah colorado uh, as well as montana wyoming and i just saw something that butte montana here in the u.s is nearly six times the size of the city of dublin which is, I mean, that's a beautiful fact that you have there. <laughs> oh, fantastic. But yeah, just that and the fact you could take, I think they've estimated like 200 plus Ireland's and fit them within the confines of Russia itself. So, um, yeah, beyond that, um, like a Garth Brooks concert, for instance, can accommodate sometimes uh, like 400,000 people would buy tickets to a Garth Brooks concert. Well, that essentially makes up about 10% of Ireland's total population. So just those that may not be as familiar uh, with Ireland as a, as a country, um, just fascinating in the sense of the, the countryside that we saw, the degrees of green are undescribable. Um, some of the most beautiful country I've ever seen, particularly along the coastline and the cliffs and cliffs of moor. And we saw the beehive huts and you walk into an edifice or a structure that's 4,000 years old. I, that's, that's hard to believe in the U S you, if you find a building that's 250 years old, it's, it's ancient. And, and it's it, such history and the way they preserved it and protected yes. it. It's, yeah, it's just my, my head is off to the Irish people. And, Cool too. I think Scott, you have some Scotch Irish in your bloodline, right? I do a little bit, not as much as I'd like, but yeah, <laughs> I can always lie. About you don't it. bleed green. I don't so. bleed green yet. No, no. But we got to meet. Uh, my dad made sure we stopped in uh, Avoca, and 
and Wicklow. The, that's what I left out earlier because I thought you might want to touch oh, okay. on that in the personal note with the yeah, well, heritage. Yeah, I have uh, a great-great-grandmother that was baptized in the uh, Church of Ireland. There's Actually, it's a ruins, and we visited that. Uh, Amelia Phillips, um, she was... But anyhow, my point there is it was so neat to be in this town where I have family heritage on my paternal grandfather's side and, and to see these things, which Scott's the... He's the funny man, but we met some really cool people along our way but in avoca we talked to a gentleman uh by the name of isaac lett and he was the town butcher and we just truly stumbled upon it so scott take it away we happened upon him because by accident the one road going through the area that we wanted to go into was uh closed off by the garda the police and uh we just thought we would walk down towards it to see what was happening it's gardy but we couldn't see okay sorry (laughs) Who are you going to call Gardy? Gardy? Yeah. Uh, but we walked down through, and there happened to be a butcher shop that was open, tiny little place, and a couple of, of gents were in there talking. And we walked in and asked them about it, and of course, he they didn't know what was going on, but he quickly launched into two hours worth of stories with us, which was just, it was so great to be talking to him about things, and, uh, and the stories that he would have about everyone that visited him there from other countries and what he had to say about... Uh, what he would learn from them, and he was very complimentary about having been here a couple of times. And mm, he loved NASA and the space shuttle program. He talked about in 1974, 74, yeah. I believe he was actually at, at Cape Canaveral. Um, I think he was like 17 at the time or something. He, he was. was really, yeah, young. he was. He was young, and that was when the space shuttle program was just just beyond the conceptual, and it was underway. the The first space shuttle launch wasn't until '81. But he talked. He was so knowledgeable about that. In fact, there were several customers that came into the butcher shop, and they knew more about American politics than I care to admit that I do. Sometimes, I mean, they follow it so closely. They were asking about President Trump and some. I mean, they really very well educated and, and very much current with what's happening in the world. Yeah, but every time we would go to leave, he would say, "Oh, and I want to go back and tell you about this other story." And we were. It was just so fun. We didn't even realize it was that long that, no, we, that we were in no. visiting with him. It was, it was a total blast. Well, being a car show podcast, we've got to keep it going with the, the whole talking about cars. And Scott can tell you, I was constantly like, we had some really neat cars on the, uh, the M5, the M8, and some of the motorways and things. We saw an older couple in a beautiful white Jaguar F-Type. We were getting, we'll actually put photos of it onto Instagram. And we the took sound from it. Was oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean they—they're a great car. But uh, just so everybody knows, really, um, a wide array of cars are sold in Ireland, and we passed a lot of dealerships and uh, took some photos along the way. And every time we go through, I was always, hey, look, there's a Peugeot dealership, there's a Renault dealership, Opel, and Opel. Yep, exactly, uh, the German brand. But uh, just for everyone's awareness. Uh, they sell um, the most, as far as the most units of cars per year, is nine about roughly 9,500, and that's a Volkswagen. And then it's followed in this order by Toyota, then Ford, Hyundai, Nissan, Skoda, Renault, Kia, Peugeot, and Audi. And that's all that we we saw the occasional Volvo and uh, BMW, uh, but now that I think of it, there were quite a few Audis. There were a lot of Audis on the road. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. couldn't keep up with our cash guy. 
<laughs> yeah, the diesel cash guy. In fact, there were there were a few cold mornings where it it acted like a true diesel, where a it spottery. it yeah, it did not want to kick over and it did not uh, want to run the glow plugs or whatever. It just uh, we it, ran it hard though. Oh my! It started out white and we handed it in <laughs> brown and a little With bit of a bird, hint of bird droppings on it. Yeah. Well, I would call that fouling. Right? It would be fouling over there. Yeah, no explain. dog fouling. Yeah, and whenever dogs poop on lawns there are signs that say please no dog fouling and there are other words i want to incorporate the one woman on the the dj on the radio in the morning and she had an all scratchy voice and she's like i'm feeling a bit husky this morning yeah she she had a big old husky voice (laughs) and your takeaway if you needed a sandwich to get it's not takeout it's takeaway yeah just and brilliant and lovely lovely yep and your journey that's right yeah and actually it was so neat we heard the word journey quite a bit we stood out as americans and we were um, we didn't think so as much, but honestly, uh, our butcher buddy, um, Isaac, Isaac told us all about, you know, how we, why we stand out as Americans and, and what have you, but, um, just so coming all around to the fact that everyone was so welcoming, so open. We handed out a lot of business cards and things and told them about the podcast and would love to, to grow our Irish uh, contingency and and or contingent and have them follow us and, and enjoy the the podcast itself, but uh, yeah, it it was just the driving on the opposite side, all the places we saw, um, and the the drivers too. How about it, Scott? You spent plenty of time behind the wheel. No one's honking. No one's flipping the bird. No. No one's cutting you off. And we said the entire time we were there, and we did, as you heard, a lot of driving. We did not see one accident, one traffic jam, not even a fender bender. Nobody by the side of the road. So I, I think they just miles. greater care with everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We didn't see one siren, not one ambulance. Nothing. We had to drive up on the sidewalk and some crazy one-lane things in downtown Dublin. And even then, we didn't see any fender benders or... Mm just pile-ups or anything and even in the one lane sheep path that we went down yeah the video that's yeah. out there right now exactly yeah. on instagram people just wait or pull over and, yeah it's uh, consideration mm-hmm. i think the country is extremely considerate and i said more than once about people's cars you never saw a junk car you never saw a car that was held together with duct tape or rusted out or anything like that no. cars were always extremely well maintained uh hats off to ireland for that properties homes Brightly painted colors, really vibrant yards, neat as a pin, no junk, no no trash or rubbish blowing across the street. I didn't remember seeing like any, just any graffiti and garbage. It was just it was so clean. Like I, and crisp. I, yes. Everything was crisp. So impressed with Ireland. I can't wait to go back. Loved the Irish people. Uh, and Maybe everything the counterpart would be Cars of Killarney. <laughs> Yeah, I hope everybody liked our, our new friend Danny. Oh, yeah. uh, as he from Killarney? We, we stopped into the shop and we were just getting some uh, items uh, to take back home to, to friends and everything. And um, how about it, Scott? He, I just said, Would you mind doing a, if we just record this on the iPhone? He's like, Sure. And here's a little snippet from him. This is Daniel here coming to you from Killarney with uh, Cars of Carolyn. <laughs> Enjoy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so that was great. I lo- Danny was so much fun. And, and Danny, when you listen to this, can't wait to come back to Killarney and hang out with you. In fact, it was that night. How about it, Scott, that we – between the two of us, we had about a shred of knowledge on rugby. And oh, yeah. we sat at the pub, had dinner at the pub, um, and watched the entire game where we, we saw history made. It was a TV right there at the edge. We, we weren't even planning on staying. We were no. there for two hours for the entire game. Yep. Um, history was made with – 
I never I, knew I liked it, and now I'm really hooked. Yeah. I think I know three quarters of the rules, so it's all good. <laughs> right. But Ireland beat New Zealand uh, on Irish turf for the first time ever, and we, we witnessed it. The game was actually held in Dublin, and uh, it was so neat to be in the pub in Killarney with locals there. As we were sitting at, at our booth right along the front plate glass, passerbys and pedestrians would stop, look in just to check the score of the game. And keep walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the pride from in the bar. When anything would yes, happen, it was great. Yes, yes. It was so much fun. But, uh, yeah, we're a couple uh, car-loving rugby guy, rugby fans now from all of this, which is really kind of neat. Um, but overall, I have to say that driving does take a lot of mental effort. How many times do we get to the end of the day, maybe been hit on the road seven, eight, nine hours, stopping different points, doing touristy things, doing uh, hikes up mountains and all kinds of things, but you're fatigued. Well, you did a lot of the, the in-town driving, so it was a lot to pay attention to because especially with their, their transit systems, there were so many pedestrians and bikers Correct. in addition to just the cars. And uh, so that was pretty exhausting, especially when we got down kind of in the gridlock area of Dublin the one night. It was pretty busy. But, uh, but yeah, it, it takes a lot out of you. And in addition to you can have your, your maps and your directions and everything, but a lot of the roads do not have any type of markings or street signs on them. So you're a little aimless with that. So it takes a lot of focus with it. In addition to, again, mm-hmm. going against your natural inherent tendency to drive on the side of the road, on the side of the car. <laughs> well, how many we times would one of us, whoever's in the passenger seat, which is the left side, the, the right side, the correct side. Which I would try to get into the driver's seat <laughs> thinking I was a passenger. But the opposite, the person, the passenger in our situation would be like slamming on the, the floorboard with our right foot like we're trying to. <laughs> or hit the... reaching for a steering wheel to help them up that wasn't there and then falling into the dash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it happens. Your muscle memory is hard to forget. I'm telling you, it was... Uh, it was a blast with that. Well, Scott, do you want to talk about a little about? We'll do these the two sound bites here coming up. But we had two lovely ladies that were willing to do. You're listening to Cars of Carlisle, or, or they were they even did the drive well, be well. Uh, the first being Elaine. Elaine, Elaine. yeah, she was our original, the very first flight attendant that we came across when we got there, and uh, because the flight was uh, a little lighter than what they thought, she gave us amazing seats, lots of space. Uh, the I will give a little bit of a plug here that the Aer Lingus was an amazing way to go. It was everything yeah. that people Hashtag said and, that. and then mm-hmm. some. Yeah, but uh, but Elaine was so great. And uh, when Darren asked her about giving a little soundbite and, and what <laughs> what we were about, and she just was so gracious in doing that. She was excited about it. And uh, the funny thing that she said, I said, oh, I said that just sounded great. And she said, well, I've always been told I have a face for radio, <laughs> but it was just really special. She and, was, and she we was, waited for everyone to deplane that Boeing 757 mm-hmm. and then we stood on the jetway until the, the flight crew and the pilots were getting ready to, to deplane and we're like we're here for Elaine and like what so they, so they went to the front of the plane to get her she stepped out and she was such a trooper she stood there in the cold and and did this for us so let's take a second here we're going to include this for you now drive well be well take care perfect thank you thank you so much Big shout out. Thank you, Elaine. She was great. We hope to be uh, airborne with you on Aer Lingus in a, in a future flight. You were amazing. Which leads us to our other friend. You want to talk a little about where and when we met her? We uh, had driven all day. We were coming back through Dublin. It was a little harried that evening, and we were heading to where we were going to stay. We were ravenous <clears> because we hadn't really eaten pretty much all day. After our big Irish breakfast each day, you oh, can kind of get through the entire that, yeah. day. Uh, so we were heading down in kind of the middle of nowhere. We came upon a little town. 
Everything looked like it was completely closed. We walk in and it was the warmest, most comfortable yes. pub, gastro pub. Um, and we went in. And where was that? Do you want to do a shot? That was in uh, Kilcullen, okay. Kilcullen, Ireland. And I think it was called the Hideout. The Hideout. Yeah, the Hideout. Mm-hmm. And uh, Emily, just a wonderful waitress, we were talking and, uh, and she was telling us, actually told us about a couple of places that we didn't know and we did hit, which I was glad that we didn't miss. Uh, she told us about hitting Glendalock which is an area where a good bit of Braveheart, the movie, was filmed. That was so cool. we may maybe very well have missed that uh, mm-hmm. had she not mentioned about it. But she was great because she had given us the Gaelic translation and she also uh, whipped through and, and said about drive well, be well, take care. Mm-hmm. So she was she was just great. So here is a little Gaelic from Emily. Excellent. Thank you, Emily. We hope to come back to uh, to see you and the whole crew again. And uh, it's nice to hear uh, drive well, be well, take care in other other languages. And that being, of course, Gaelic, which leads me to think uh, those listening from other countries would love to hear it in Portuguese, French, German. Email us at carsofcarlisle at outlook.com. We'll be sure to either if you send us a sound bite, record yourself, send it, and give us the, you know, to confirm the translation that it's drive well, be well, take care. We'll get it on the air. It'd be so fun. To, and you'd love to, do to that. put a whole portion together of all of them. It would be great. That would be cool. Like yeah. a, a montage of audio sounds. I like that. And speaking of talking to people, I think we had to back up one more time. When we were in Belfast, uh, we were at a, another little pub that was called Soho. Yeah. And yes, there was, uh, was it that. Bob or Robert? The, well, he went by Bob. He went by Bob. Yeah. Just a Bob Penny. A great guy. And he was. Remember how he was that? What was it? The. Um, Oh, he not gangsta. What he said that he was. Oh, the thug life. Thug life. Yeah, yeah on his Facebook page. <laughs> he has a shot on Facebook. <laughs> it's like it's so not me. It was so not him because he looked so <laughs> different from it. But uh-huh. he was pretty spectacular as well. He was talking about everything and saying about uh, wanting to uh, to come to the states to do some hiking and everything on what he called would be a lads' holiday, right? Uh, right. Where you know people get together and they uh, they travel to a different place to just experience the countryside. So he was really pretty cool. He was a great guy. He was a lot of fun. In fact. Um, very very knowledgeable of just uh telling us what to expect and what to look for while we were in uh, belfast that particular evening and everything and uh definitely appreciate that so and one other shout out to uh an amazing time down in killarney uh we did some horseback riding and the two guides were mary catherine and ian Mm -hmm. um and uh you know we can't talk about it but there were some pretty special uh, tricks and everything that they took us uh, through as well with uh, the horse. Are you saying that's classified? Scott? It's classified. Okay. I can't say anything about it. They <laughs> throw me out of the country, or one of them. I'm not sure which. One. We did have. Uh, there is no better way to see uh, see the Irish countryside than by horse. In fact, I was on a horse by the name of oh, what was it? I can't remember his name. I forget yours. Adam. Name. Adam. It was Adam. Mine he was, was Diane. Seven. Diane. <laughs> Little ditty about Adam and Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Diane was a grass eater, so they wouldn't let <laughs> she, her chew any grass. She, she was, was definitely an herbivore. Oh yeah, she was an herbivore. Right. But uh, but yours was as wide as seventeen point two hands tall. Which those that don't know anything about horses, I don't either. But tall, like I could see up and over the like roof of a <laughs> of a building. And your legs legs stuck out like a whirly gig. They were straight out to the side. <laughs> I felt like I was riding a BMW Isetta, or at least a deep freeze. You know, deep I freezer. think he was wider than an Isetta. <laughs> he was. He was. Huge. But he was good. He was. A he good was guy. very, very good. Um, but oh my gosh, that was that was a blast. One of the things that we poor planning on my part, but we had uh, stopped at Mandelo Park, and they do exclusively BMW, and they have uh, where you can go out and for like under 180 
pounds, or, I'm sorry, 180 euros, you can uh, drive uh, BMW 3 Series and, and, and uh, some of the other vehicles they had there. But it is uh, located in County Kildare. Um, Kildare? Kildare. Mm-hmm. County Kildare. I yeah. apologize. That's okay. Thank you for correcting me. And I could be wrong too. I'm saying. I oh, no. No, but it's, I remember it's, it was on like this uh, Route 409 uh, mm-hmm. out in the country, sort of. And we stopped there and asked, hey, can we? No, we had to make an appointment in advance. And then I, I got kind of obstinate and I went back in. I said, are you sure? <laughs> I mean, we came from the U.S. So we can we please drive? And, and said, it wasn't even in advance. It was certain days. So it's yes. not like oh, they yeah. could have said, okay, right. in two days we can do it. Right. They only had scheduled days, which exactly. were not within our travel time. So next time, the point there is if you are in uh, County Kildare, definitely do a, the planning ahead to uh, get to Mondello Park and drive, uh, have the BMW experience. I know I want to try and factor that in. Would love to do the track time there. It'd be so much fun. Well, Scott, anything else that you think that the our, our friends in the Cars of Carlisle community ought to know? About well, the if you Emerald do go Isle. to Ireland, definitely have a Guinness and a Jameson. Yes, we did those. And the Smittics. I preferred the and Smittics. The even. Smittics. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's all good. And, the, and just the, instead of the thug life, the pub life was so much fun. It's just, as you know, as you hear, as you read, um, it's the sense of community. And even when we stop at a bed and breakfast or whatever, the innkeeper would say, oh, yeah, lads, I was just in this evening talking with my friends. And it, it's a, as much a community and a gathering place and the way to share the news of the day and what's happening and, uh, and less about the drinking as it is just fellowship. I think that in a word, that's how I describe a pub. It's about fellowship. People there, all ages. Just hanging out. They commune time. and hang out. Like it's about face-to-face contact with it them. It is. That's their yeah. Facebook, and I love mm-hmm. that. I, I I think Ireland has it actually have to have it right in the sense of face-to-face time, being together. We would see older gentlemen, younger gentlemen playing cards, or all sitting around, like ten of them sitting around just in the laughing yeah. and having a great time. Yeah, younger, maybe school-age girls all meeting there to hang out. Families coming, people on dates. I mean, it was just really really welcoming it's where they congregate they want yeah. to be around people so i i have to say there's nothing about ireland that i don't like it's uh such it was such a great experience and like i say when i've been to sweden brazil and other places i look forward to going back and and seeing our new friends all over again it was it was wonderful it was a wonderful trip great way to commemorate the milestone birthday for me mm-hmm. uh it was it was just top notch yeah. could not have been a better experience that's the way we want it well, thank you for bearing with us. Uh, you uh, kind of virtually got a ride with us in the in the little uh, Nissan Qashqai as we did our 26 kilometers around the beautiful Emerald Isle. Um, certainly keep looking into uh, what's coming up. In fact, we have uh, next week's interview is going to be of a gentleman here in Carlisle who does uh, resto mods, particularly on Corvettes. He lives believe it or not, in the same road that Scott does. I just happened to come across him, and uh, we're going to be talking with him. So that will be coming up as the next episode, episode 33. Um, We have a lot of content coming up. Holly and I uh, conferred today. She has uh, three or four folks that she's lining up, particularly up in the uh, northern Pennsylvania and and New York State area that we're going to talk with them, uh, from off-roaders to some uh, other car aficionados so lots of content in the works we're right here going into the holiday season so uh this past week was the thanksgiving episode hope everybody had a great thanksgiving a safe one christmas is right around the corner and 
we are all so thankful that you are part of this community and, and part of the Cars of Carlisle community and, and podcast world. So thank you. And Scott, thank you for your continued work towards the uh, all the social media side of things. Couldn't do that without you. You are welcome. Glad to be part of the ride. All right. And a big shout out to our corporate sponsor, Man Engineering, Gary Liu and the team out of Santa Clara, California. Thank you for all you do in support of Cars of Carlisle. And uh, we're talking already for 2019 and some of the mods and changes and parts we're going to consider for the 2013 BRZ uh, here on the East Coast. Uh, with that, I thank you all for being with us. I thank Scott for being in Studio A and cannot wait to have you guys back next week. And I do have a face for just radio, too. (laughs) Elaine and I are together on that one. (laughs) Well, with that, I'm going to go ahead and say drive well and be well. Take Take care. care.